Good morning, everyone. It's uh, early, early, early morning in the middle of England. Still dark. Seasons are changing. There's been this late surge of heat. Summer. Uh, and now it's changing. The mornings are getting colder. Crisp. It's very enjoyable. Reminds me, yeah, the best time to be in northern India. A little place called Rishikesh where if you stay for the winter you get this really fresh nights, cold, crisp mornings and then but the sun always rises and that's how it feels at the minute. Uh, here in England. I'm kind of looking forward to the cold though. It, yeah, things are so different. So today's episode, I think I'm going to talk about unrequited love. I can't make you love me if you don't I can't make your heart feel something it won't Here in the dark of these final hours I will lay down my heart And I feel the power but you don't No, you don't I can't make you love me If you don't There's always some sort of triangle, isn't there? If someone desires you, and you desire somebody else. But I don't know if that's natural or manufactured.
this song always stirs a lot of uh, it just uh, captures it and I know I'm ruining it by talking <laughs> but I just thought I just want to share what like sometimes you're trying to sing and you get so distracted maybe that's why performances are so special because just to maintain concentration and I always prefer the musicians who lose concentration <laughs> I close my eyes so I don't see Love you don't feel when you're holding me. Morning will come and I'll do what's right. Just give me till then to give up this fight. I will give up. This fight as I can't make you love me if you don't I can't make your heart feel something it won't here in the dark of these final hours I will lay down my heart and I feel the power, but you don't, no you don't. Give me till morning, I'll do, I'll do what's right. That, that line, doing what's right, I've just, uh, <laughs> what is right? <laughs> so many times, you feel like you're doing the right thing. And it probably is the right thing. But that doesn't mean you don't regret it. Looking for my sweetheart Here in London town She said she'd be there waiting But she's nowhere to be found I receive no letter No word of reply So I'm set on this train Watching the station signs flash by And if you see my sweetheart Well tell her I've been all over this city 
I carry my aching <coughs> all over town. Caught the train from Houston. Head them for Charing Cross. Thought I knew where I was going, but somehow I got lost. And found. Wound up on the south side Stepped off at Waterloo Held my hand out for a friendly face And just as quick withdrew If you see my sweetheart Tell her been all over this city I carry my aching heart All over town And if you see my sweetheart Just ask if she's okay Or tell her I've been thinking of her And I won't stand in her way Looking for my sweetheart. Yeah, doing the right thing, letting go. Letting go because you have to, not because you want to. Letting go because it's the right thing. Yeah, I just... Uh, I wrote that song a long time ago about... It's just, it's all timing, isn't it? I, you, uh, you fall. Then you depart. And then you fall out. <laughs> I fall out, that sounds wrong, doesn't it? It's just this, uh, yeah, I'm trying to put this in, into words. I guess that's why singing is so cathartic, because you can capture... Uh, Like a time capsule. I'm vibrating with those, uh, that sentiment. I'm trying to put it into words, but nothing's coming. Just, uh, I guess there's an element of 
feel very thankful and special. Uh, to have been moved in that way and then Yeah, there's almost times where you, where I maybe, <laughs> or that person, it's like, is it, is it, is it, is it better to be in love or is it better to be yearning for love? Or, <laughs> that sounds quite silly, but there's almost, or is one more addictive than the other, you know? That feeling of yearning for love is is kind of addictive. And maybe it, there's times when you can sabotage real love connection just to get back to that addiction. definitely see that a lot among friends and I see that in or I can recall that or if I look back I feel like that that is uh, that is something to love from afar maybe it's more Exquisite, more delicate. Uh, yeah, it's an interesting little quandary. So, <laughs> as you can see, uh, everything is unformed, everything is half baked. As it should be. <laughs> I'm just trying to talk through uh, whatever's rising right now. Uh, yeah, at the minute, just a feeling of kind of warmth and yeah, interesting. So that first song I played, I can't remember what it's called now, but I first heard it through Bon Iver and, and that always brings up memories of of South India, of Gokana, of uh, yeah, a strong a strong period of pining, for <laughs> a strong period of surprise, you know. You know when you're sort of friends with someone and you, you really, <laughs> you really don't, you just, you, f you love them in that friendly way. I guess the Greeks are good with this. They have different, that different types of love, filial love, I guess they call it. And you, and you kind of think, oh God, I could never, I'd never want to be intimate with that person. It's too much, you know. And then all of a sudden you fall from filial into erotic love. That sounds a bit kinky, doesn't it? But eros, isn't it? Eros. Where you just all of a sudden you're, you're just surprised by it. Whoa. And then... Uh, and then sometimes that could turn into a triangle where... <laughs> Your feelings grow and there's don't or they're attached to somebody else. That's the, the classic triangle. And you're sort of lost in it and you it's quite enjoyable and you relish that. And then you have to break away and fall for somebody else or I don't know if you fall, but you have to sort of make some sort of compensation. 
Yeah, so I'm... Yeah, that... I don't know. It's a strange process. And I'm unsure how much of it is just manufactured for that thrill. Sitting on a fishing boat in Gokana On a fishing boat and go come consumed by the crashing waves, alone on an island. I'm the soul she craves, waiting for. To arrive Among the boats There's lights and laughter The ancient stars above Gently composing The silence The one the gods speak of Waiting for her love to Two triangles at that point when I wrote that song. <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry, this is all a bit. Not this. There's no real detail, is there? I can't seem to uh, coalesce the feelings. Uh, and I've been I've been uh, kind of avoiding. Dipping into the past too much of late. Since uh, the summer, I was rather indulgent in uh, dipping into the past and reshaping it, forming it. Who knows? I mean, you don't. <laughs> the past is more uncertain than the future. have a sense of what that person was feeling back then but no real no you just there's, there's so many variables you can't account for and you don't take into consideration when you cast your mind back so yeah since yeah I've just 
lately just just living more experientially more really trying to engage with everything around me almost uh, and just really embracing normality I think that I use that word normal I don't know it's just uh, being more being more British maybe as I do live in Britain uh, whatever that means it kind of means being comfortable sitting in a pub sharing a cider with somebody and just have it, and just just chatting in that talking in that sort of kind of loutish I don't, yeah just kind of like uh, showing how much you care through insults and bombastic compliments <laughs> from from left field uh, and just yeah just embracing wh wherever you are you know but I, I think potentially it's been comfortable because you can sit at the minute you can just sit outside because the weather is unseasonably warm and I'm curious to see how that progresses as cold creeps in and uh, and you and we become more enclosed in spaces uh, but yeah since since work started there's just been such this deep sense of uh, purpose which just springs up from I'm pretty sure it just springs up from routine And I've just been, yeah, just been enjoying that a lot. That stability of purpose, that. Uh, and the social interactions that come with it and and the energy uh, exchange. It's just very, I don't know, maybe it's just a symptom of growing up working class and and this in being installed at, you know that work that being a yeah that that work brings meaning or work is I don't know if, that, if that's even the right word However, I did also been trying to get fit. Not fit, I mean I am healthy. Just getting back to working out a bit more. Wow, that's incredibly boring. I'm gonna skip that. My this week <laughs> yesterday morning, however, my bubble was burst. I uh I stepped out of my flat early morning to go and do some some co football coaching. It's uh, football season here it has begun. Saturday fixtures, uh, and if you're listening from yeah, if you're if you're from the Americas, you might be confused by the term football, which I still find insane that. People call American football football. I just it's it's so weird. Like could like f football. I mean, it's the most appropriate noun for uh, the, the the beautiful game. <laughs> I'm not even going to use the other term. I don't even know where that came from. And then for some reason, Americans call a game which is dominated by the hands and 
where you just shove people over. They call that football. Makes no sense, but what can I say? I guess rugby football. Oh, God, I'm pontificating. Anyway, I, as I left that, I was... You know that feeling when... It's like a glitch in the Matrix. I walked out, I went to put my shoes on. My my uh, trainers or sneakers, as you'd say, in different places. But there wasn't. They were the, they were not there. <laughs> on my little landing on the on the, which I don't share with anybody. I usually just leave my shoes, you know, so they're not in the house. And somebody had stolen my new crepes. Two pairs of new crepes, new new trainers. And, and I was just uh, dumbstruck, really. It's kind of it. Yeah, it's like, what? There's a glitch or something. And then, yeah, and then uh, just ensuing, uh, I just start to get slowly build. I get this, like, f- feeling of <laughs> this sort of vendetta feeling of wanting some type of revenge or justice. <laughs> But luckily, I had the distraction of uh, sitting on a bus with a with high energy children, taking them to a game, <clears throat> and then uh, yeah, and just enjoying their emotions as they're playing the match, and uh, enjoying their performances as well. You know, it's just I actually I put. It's very enjoyable uh, watching sort of grassroots football. Maybe is that that's the, just because when you see these little sparks, nothing's taken for granted. You know, when you see something special, you, it really is special. You know, you don't expect it, and when it comes, it's very yeah, it's amazing almost, and uh, very joyful. When you watch professional sport, it's easy to become a cynical, which most people are. And their expectations are, they want robots. They want the performance of a robot with the personality of a, of a rock star. And then they get upset when they don't get both. <laughs> but don't see the don't see the conflicts, you know. Uh Yeah, kind of, you know, professional football at the top level now, it's kind of, it's too far-fetched, too distant from just, yeah, ordinary working people, I guess, if that's even the right term to use. Well, listen to me. Uh... So, yeah, I wonder what's going on in your world. Are you falling in love? Are you falling out of love? Are you being pursued while pursuing somebody else? (laughs) Have you retired from the whole Shall we read something? Let's read. Let's let's go into 
let's read some notes on the sonnets. Uh, you know, Luke Kennard, this uh, book. I don't know, I'm not sure I'll ever get through it, but <laughs> it is an interesting read. Uh, if uh... yeah, it is an interesting title. Love is too young to know what coincidence is. I never saw the point or the appeal of the double entendre. But when my leg was stuck in a bear trap and I had other things on my conscience, torch beams sweeping the field, sympathy for the boring and their obvious phallic implications, it was meant to be funny, it was never especially funny. Forced laughter behind a fan printed with a faux antique erotica. And if it was meant to be clever, it was usually rather laboured, opening with a closing down sale. And if it was meant to be risque, this presupposed the audience found sex disgusting or shocking in the first place. What if we don't? What if we like it? What if the teller is wrong? What if the dreamer is wrong? Some celestial imprimatur, invisible. But you could feel the thunk of it stamping your forehead. It's odd that you test so highly for consciousness, but that your type is frost, <laughs> is frustrated guru. What are you going to do with the adoration once you have it? The best thing is to become a hermit and grudgingly receive visitors once a week. <laughs> I like that. This is the only way to contain what you unleashed when you cast the evil spirits out of yourself and the herd of swine said, no, no thank you, not today. So the demons just swirled around you forever. I mean, that's funny. Eventually you get yourself cornered and you need to think about what the hell you're going to say. I'm, uh, <clears throat> I'm baffled and amused and uh, <laughs> a little bit giddy after reading that. Let's uh, let's look up uh, what the original sonnet sounds like. Love is too young. Oh, what's going on? Love is too young to know what conscience is. Let's have a look. Is Shakespeare's love is too young to know what conscience is yet who knows not conscience is born of love then gentle cheater urge not my amiss lest guilty of my faults thy sweet self prove for thou betraying me I do betray my nobler part to my gross body's treason my soul doth tell my body that he may triumph in love flesh stays no farther reason but rising at thy name doth point out thee as his triumphant prize, proud of his prize, proud of his pride. He is contented thy poor drudge to be, to stand in thy affairs, fall by thy side. No want of conscience, hold it that I call her love for whose dear love I rise and fall. Her love for whose dear love I rise and fall. <laughs> so here's a question. Cupid is too young to know right from wrong, but doesn't everybody know that love is what you, gives you a conscience? That's interesting, isn't it? Mm. 
my nobler part. I do betray. So like, it's, it's, I guess your conscience of that fall, aren't you? I do betray my nobler parts to my gross body's treason. Treason. <laughs> so true, isn't it? The body can just, can just uh, absolutely, just absolutely uh, bypass all, <laughs> all of your soul's intricate, uh, intricate web of morality and noble ideas uh, can all just be short-circuited by the smell and the sound and the, and the idea of just falling off the edge into the... <laughs> My soul doth tell my body that he may triumph in love. Flesh stays no farther reason. Yes. So, I guess... Yeah, I guess the beauty is, is when you realise or if you can be... Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to I'm just going to sound like a spiritual wanker now but just yeah be conscious throughout the process but I guess that the very idea of the fall is you lose control you know and then you rise up oh, all these sort of cheesy sentiments ah Oh, funny, yeah. Sorry, I'm a bit all over the place. I've just... What does Zizak... Uh, just Zizak, what does he say? You know, this poet from... This sort of Slovakian poet... Not poet, philosopher, he says... Uh, Why be happy when you can be interesting? <laughs> and that's kind of... Uh, this reminds me of that. Why be... can't have a calculated arranged love you know it's got to be it's got to be spontaneous it's got to be uh, there's got to be a, uh, <laughs> I guess yeah, I can't really, I can't really make a clear thought. Uh, I think. doing I hope it's uh, interesting <laughs> I think happiness is boring <laughs> to be fair <laughs> I'm quite content at the minute probably that and I'm probably le leading the most uninteresting boring not well about boring but definitely I'm probably leading the most uninteresting life I've ever led or this is the most potentially uninteresting version of myself I've ever encountered. And uh, potentially I'm the most content. Who can tell, you know? Uh, and then I'm not sure if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Almost, uh, I almost want to create some chaos, so something... Something will come out of it, something different, something uh, 
exciting. But knowing that, knowing that it will, the cost will be this contentment that I feel now. And uh, I guess that's what a long term, I guess that's what marriage is a long term investment. <laughs> it just sounds like a, it just sounds oh, it's just reminding me of Chris Rock but I'm not going to quote him no no it's not Chris Rock is it he's more cynical and funny in that, in that his stance but uh, mm. The sun is starting to rise, or well, at least the cloud has changed colour. It's not dark now, it's like like pale grey, bluish. And uh, there's a candle on my windowsill next to an old statue, a little Buddha statue that I've, there's, there's never, there hasn't, Seems to have survived all my attempts at escape. It's still here. But the statues have fell away. I had a little statue of Hanuman. The monkey god from the Hindu religion. And uh, who I admire for the exemplars loyalty you know friendship and I I gave that to my godson to look over him and then I had a I had a little statue of uh, Ganesh but with many faces and uh, yeah, Ganesh is that problem solver, you know. Uh, ability to overcome. <laughs> and I gave that to my mother. And I was reunited with my family uh, after a long period away. And then I had this. Lovely Patanjali statue, Patanjali. Man. And Patanjali was linked to, uh, he felt when he came down, he uh, gave us grammar and Raja Yoga and lots of good things. And his story is quite interesting also. He, as he's fallen, well, Vishnu, the sustainer, is on this giant thousand-headed cobra called, oh, I'm probably going to get the name wrong, but, so he sent, His, his, as he's fallen, he sent this cobra down to uh, share some knowledge. And as he's fallen, he's turning, taking on his human form, but doesn't have enough time to transform fully. So he's half snake and half human. And, and that's how he appears. I love love stories like that. They make sense to me. <laughs> they make a lot of sense to me. I don't know why. It's just the way my brain ticks, but yeah. 
And um, I left that statue in India somewhere. Because uh, I thought I was going back. And then the last time I landed in England, I ended up staying and investing a lot of time and in becoming more stable and consistent. And <laughs> yeah, and that's what this last this experiment has been. Uh, yeah, and as, as uninteresting as my life is, it's very interesting. <laughs> oh, oh, God. It just shows, doesn't it? It's all illusory. It's whatever the mind projects. And uh, yeah, even getting robbed yesterday, it's not really tainted other than feeling uh, like I need to uh, install some sort of camera system and <laughs> and place some sort of uh, blunt instrument next to my door <laughs> in case I ever walk out and somebody's there uh, but yeah it hasn't dented my uh, sense of uh, well yeah I'm feeling good <laughs> and I hope everybody I hope you're feeling good out there and I hope uh, you're finding lots of interesting things to fill your mind with <laughs> I normally finish on a song, but I feel like I'm sang, I've sang, um, what's the word? I'm all songed out. Nothing's coming to mind. Baby, please don't go. Baby, please don't go. That was, uh, <laughs> I forgot his name. Van, Van Morrison. Uh, okay cheerio everybody uh, enjoy whatever you're doing and uh, fare thee well